Sex Unshamed. Hey, what's going on? You're looking for a podcast that unshamed sex. I think we can help. Don't talk. Just listen. Listen. The most stimulating podcast on the internet. Ah. Now zip up and put your headphones on. You're listening to Sex Unshamed. Here's your host, Sean Lee. Hello, lovers. It's Sean Lee, and I'm so happy to be with you again today. Today is going to be a very different kind of show because I'm going to tell you my story. It's a story that I know is going to shock you because contrary to what you may think, I do not sit around all day and have sex. <laughs> I'm not saying that wouldn't be a great way to spend my day, but I'm just saying it's just not something I do every day all day. What I do do is have a real life like you. And I have a real business like many of you do. Or, and I have a family. If you listen to my show, Mom, I'm Gay, then you know that I have an, an incredible non-binary, polyamorous, and now married child. But I want to talk to you about what I did before, because before I was Sean Lee, the sex podcaster, and as I am still today, was Sean Lee, the CEO. I was in an industry that had over 100% voluntary turnover at any given time. I was the CEO of a national construction firm, and we rebuilt military bases, which I really enjoyed at the time. But when I really sat down and got engaged with myself and thought, okay, did I want to do this? And the answer was no. I never really wanted to be the CEO of a national construction firm. Um, my ex and I got into it together and it evolved into this beautiful business. I was featured in Forbes magazine. My company was on the Inc. 500 and I hated my life. And when you have everything on the outside and nothing on the inside, it's the poorest you'll ever be. From the outside looking in, I had it all. I had a marriage, I had a wonderful child who was healthy, I lived in a beautiful home, I had tons of money, I had nice cars, and I hated my life. And in the morning I would wake up and I would think, okay, we are either going to kill ourselves today or we're going to find a way to fix this. And when I realized that, I knew something had to change. And for a long time I would sit on the side of my bed in the morning and I would hang my feet over and I would look at the ground and I would think, okay, Shawnee, the hardest thing you have to do right now is put your feet on the ground. And so after a while, I really realized that the only way I was going to feel happier was if I made more money. Because that's the first thing you do, right? When you're unhappy, how can I make more money? And at the end of the day, more money, it just makes you more. It makes you, if you're cranky, it makes you crankier. If you're happy, it makes you happier. If, you, if, you're, if you're loving, it makes you more loving. But I was going to learn to be a better leader. And so I started listening to Tony Robbins and I started listening to Wayne Dyer and I listened to a man named Miles Monroe, who was a Bahamian pastor. He has since passed away. And he said something that changed my life. He said, you cannot live beyond the limits of your belief system. And I knew in that moment I had to change my beliefs because if I was ever going to be the success that I wanted to be, I had to believe that I could be that. And so I actually ended up closing the company in the middle of our success because I wanted to speak. Tony Robbins had said, what can you do all day? What's your passion? What do you never get tired of doing? And I thought, I want to speak. I was an award-winning speaker in college and I wanted to speak. And I had no idea what I was doing, okay? I want you to know I was so optimistic <laughs> that I went to my very first speakers meeting, the National Speakers Association meeting in Florida. And there was a speaker speaking there and <laughs> he'll laugh when he hears this story. 
Anyway, he was standing outside of the room. He was going to speak to the National Speakers Association that day. And I walked up to him and he said, what do you do? And I said, I'm a new speaker. <laughs> and I watched the color drain from his head all the way down to his feet. And he said, what do you speak on? And I said, belief systems. And he just looked at me. And I thought, that's okay. You don't know who I am. And so <laughs> I went and sat in the back of the room because the room was packed. And there were some papers on the back table. And he was standing in the back waiting to be introduced. And I passed it to him. I said, are these yours? And he got real snotty with me. He's like, those aren't mine. And I was like, okay. And I was like, you are such a jerk. But in any case, he ran up to the front of the room when it was his time to talk. And he talked really fast. And I thought, oh, this is awesome. Because everyone at this point had told me to slow down when I was speaking. But I was like, he talks faster than I do. This is amazing. And then he started speaking CEO speak. And I sat up straighter. And at the break, I went up to him and I said, I want you to be my coach. And he said, I don't coach. And I said, but you're going to coach me. And he said, no, you don't understand. I'm not a coach. I don't coach. And I was like, okay. Well, then there was an auction for his time. And I told everyone in the room, as, it, as the bidding kept going up and up and up, I finally said, I don't think you all understand this. I'm going to win this deal. And so I won some time with Robert. And he, he said to me, he said, why do you want to talk about fluffy bunnies? and belief systems. And I said, because people don't know what I believe. And I believe that. And I still believe it today, by the way. But as we sat there, because in the coaching session, he said, tell me about you. And I said, well, I have a multi-million dollar business and I'm just glossing over all of my accomplishments as though they're no big deal. Yeah, I was in Inc. and I was in Forbes. And, you know, I also got awarded diversity businesswoman. And I just kind of glossed over everything. And he said, what is your voluntary turnover? In other words, how many people quit while they're working for you? And I said, well, I have less than 1%. And he said, what do you mean you have less than 1%? And I said, well, I said, I have a construction company. He said, do you realize that the construction industry has like 150% voluntary turnover? And I said, yes. He said, do you pay your people more? And I said, no. He said, do you offer them special benefits? And I said, no. And he said, then why don't you have, why do you only have 1% voluntary turnover? And I said, because I reward and reprimand people the way that they operate. And he said, why aren't you speaking about that? And I said, why aren't I speaking about what? I really, truly at this point had no idea that I'd done anything special. I only knew that I was being a good leader. And he said, what do you mean to reward and reprimand them the way that they operate? And I said, well, I figured out that people operate on a different level. And if you can operate on their level, then people will, you get loyalty you can't pay for. So I share this story with you to let you know that I have a new book. It's called Stop Quitting People, and it's based on my life's research. And at this point, if you've been with me at all, if you were with me in the beginning, you've heard of proclivities, the science of connection. And you know that, the, that this is something that changed your life. Because every single person I ever spoke to about proclivities understood why their lover did what they did, while their best friend behaved as they did, while the person at work drove them freaking crazy until they understood why. And so in addition to my sex talk, I speak on stop quitting people. And I'm putting it out there because I know you guys have different businesses as well. And I want you to know more about me. Because I also write children's books and I write them under the name Joyful Sage. And I have a big spiritual mission and I channel source energy like it's my job. And if any of that scares you, you're not my people. You're not my audience, and that's okay. But I want you to know that all of you are more than the peg that you have been set in. 
all of you are more than a swinger or somebody who's poly or a monogamous person or a wife or a husband or a mother or a father. We're so multifaceted. And one of the things about the speaking industry, like the entertainment industry, is you get pigeonholed into who they think you are. And I think that's true in any, in any business. You know, I talk to people and they're like, I would like to start my own business. I'm like, well, then you should do it. Because you have to do something that feeds your soul. Because you're only here for a little bit of time. You know, Wayne Dyer said it's parentheses. On, and if you think about that, if you are here for parentheses of time on your timeline, what are you doing within that parentheses? And so I'm going to keep doing Sex Unshamed because it's important. And I get letters from you guys about how it's changed your life and how that mission that I had to be the place you come for sex and fun when we started Two Wild Orchids was because I wanted you to have a safe place to say, hey, I'm a swinger and, and I'm confused as fuck about how I'm supposed to do this. Or, hey, I'm Polly and I'm confused as fuck about how I'm supposed to do this. But behind every swinger I ever met was a person who was doing everything that I do, which is having a real job, living a real life, having children, going to church, taking their kids to soccer practice, being kindergarten teachers, being nurses, being doctors, being lawyers. We're all people. And so as I am finally releasing almost two decades worth of research in this one short parable, which doesn't have nearly as many things in it as I could tell you about, the name of the book is Stop Quitting People. And it's much more than, than, than I ever realized. And I, I have to tell you, I'm scared to death to put it out. Because when you put out your life's work for other people to look at and to really judge, it's the scariest thing I've ever done. And I share this with you today because my book gets published today. And I'm so excited and I'm so honored. And I've spent so much time with you that I felt like you had to be the first to know. Because there's been a lot shared between us. And I have to tell you, I'm going to do a show talking about my favorite shows. Because I started listening to some of my old shows. And you guys, oh my God, sometimes I covered my eyes and went, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I told that story. But I know you enjoyed it because this show has grown so fast and continues to grow every day. But I want you to know that I, I'm more than sex. And so on this show and on a new show that I'll be doing called Conversations with the Universe, I'm going to talk about more than sex because Sex Unshamed is, is really about changing your ideas about what you thought you could think about and what you thought you could do. Every single time I thought I knew about sex, I would sit down with somebody who would school me in how much I don't know. And that's what the Science of Connection did for me as well. It made me realize that that's what proclivities, the science of connection, did for me too. That when Robert Bradford said to me, why aren't you talking about that? And I said, why aren't I talking about what? It was the first time it ever occurred to me that I was giving people something that they needed. And that was the reason they didn't quit. And that on Friday afternoons at 5.30, we closed at 5. At 5.30, 6 o'clock, I would be in my office going, go home. Go, guys, the days are, go home. And when you get loyalty like that that you can't pay for, that's the kind of world we need to live in. So if you're starting a business, if you're a small business owner, get a copy of my book. Because when you understand that the way that you hire is everything, and putting the right people in the right seat on the right bus changes everything, you're going to figure out that your marriage is the same, and your relationships are the same. 
Because when I first started uncovering what I was doing and cracking the code of human connection, I realized it could go everywhere, and it did. People use it as they raise their children better. Teachers who've listened to my earlier work use it as they teach better. And companies, as they've been using my work for a while now, now that I have the book, I'll be doing more of that. If you are looking for something that will change your life, I encourage you to pick up my book, and I don't say that lightly, because this life-changing research changes everything. And the people that you love and the people that you don't like so much, all of a sudden you sit back and go, oh my God, that's why you do that? Let me put this in perspective. When my kid was growing up, I would come home from work and we would argue almost every night because I would say to him, turn off your music and do your homework. And he would say, mom, I work better with music. And I would say, there's no possible way you can write an English paper with, and listen to music. But if I had known proclivities, the science of connection back then, and I had listened to what they were telling me, they might have gotten better grades in certain subjects. Because once I figured out that we were so alike but so different, everything changed for us. So if you're looking for something different, this is it. So if you are a CEO or someone who hires people, reach out to me at stopquittingpeople at yahoo.com. Or pick up a copy of my book that's published today. Anywhere you can buy books, it'll be on the shelves of Barnes & Noble, it'll be on Amazon, it's everywhere. And I want to thank you for letting me share my story with you. I want you to know I've always considered you my friends. And I've always valued our time together. And as I get emotional today, it's because a part of me is loving me an even more amount. As I share this with you, I can remember I was so scared to tell the world I was going to talk about sex. And now I'm, I was so scared to tell you I talk about more than sex. But that's okay. Because today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know that I love you. But you have to love you first. And that's always, always, always an inside job. been listening to sex unshamed unshaming sex unshaming sex we hope you had your tissues ready <laughs> did you have fun we know we did make sure to like rate and review the show and we'll see you next time pervert <laughs>